Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Warning this podcast may contain traces of Charlie Hunter. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Newcastle Natter. Now, it looks like we're down. That's what we said last week. We decided that we were almost certainly down. Uh, it only looks like that's more the case now. And a lot of people have been saying that what Newcastle United to do it, need to do is just bring in the kids, uh, bring in the under twenty ones or whatever, give them a run out. Well, I don't know if Rafa's going to do that, but this podcast certainly is because Paul Doolan and Dave Watson have both, it seems, abandoned the Newcastle Natter podcast and the listeners. They've given up on it. They're not available, either of them. So I'm joined by Ross Smith. Hello. Hi, Ross. Ross is... uh, You've made, what is this, your third or fourth appearance, I perhaps? Think so, yeah. yeah. In the space of a I'm year. On, I'm on the fringes. You're on the fringes. You're kind of like the Rolando Aarons exactly, of exactly. The Newcastle. I show Natter. potential. He's shown potential. Yeah. A lot of people have been saying the Newcastle letter would be a lot better if Ross Smith was on it, but he hasn't actually been given a chance to show what he can do. Yeah. I'll, I'll, get, I'll just get transferred at the end of the season. Probably. So, yeah, Doncaster, Drivel. Or something. Yeah, yeah. And you tend to be injured. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Charlie Hunter is supposed to be on, but true to form, he's running late. Now, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, well, I'll, I don't know why Dave isn't on the show. The reason why Paul's not on the show today, and I don't know why I started calling it a show. It's a podcast, <laughs> it's not a show. The reason why Paul's not on today is because... He has to look after his dog. Right. I, went, I thought people just left dogs in houses. Yeah. That's what my mum and dad did. Yeah. Paul was always like, I have to get home to look after my dog if he leaves his dog for like three hours. <laughs> Stick it in a car, crack a window. <laughs> <laughs> but it might be a very, you know, it might be a very anxious dog. You Maybe. don't know. 
Maybe, maybe the dog's going through some difficult times. <laughs> and maybe it's just a, a very needy dog. Yeah, it's worried about relegation, you know, it's not happy. It's sat at home yeah. thinking, we've got to get three points. Okay, well, fair enough. So, let's think about football, reluctantly. <laughs> okay. I've just got a text from Charlie Hunter, by the way. He's five minutes walk away, so <laughs> stay tuned countdown. for at least five countdown. minutes. Yeah, countdown. Start the count. Have a look at where the timer is on your podcast now. Let's see how long it does take him mm. to get here. Now, Ross, Saturday's game was against uh, Southampton. Yeah. Away, did you get a chance to watch any of it? I did. I did watch the. Uh, I watched the highlights, but I've done my level best to even repress them because it was embarrassing. It was. It was awful. It's amazing how consistently. I mean, inconsistently embarrassing we are. We can really, just when you think it can't get any worse, and we're very good at the talk in, during the week aren't we that we really need to pull it together and yeah. the training's been good it always seems like the hope's there and then every week they just dash it straight away yeah, yeah. I was watching it on a stream and luckily for me that stream was dog shit <laughs> <laughs> so I was unable to see virtually yeah. any of the game I did end up watching the highlights I managed to see through <laughs> through a pop-up ad <laughs> I was able to see the first goal live on the stream well Stephen Taylor's defending probably actually looked like lagging you know because he was that sort of did you see yeah, that yeah I probably thought what I thought was buffering was actually <laughs> just <laughs> Stephen Taylor I mean that was incredible. I haven't I haven't seen that. I think I was thinking does he did he think play had stopped because he turned like so slowly and then just thought oh it's gone in. Yeah, I could have done what Stephen Taylor did. That Stephen Taylor did an example of what I did throughout my whole school football career which is just watch people walk the ball through me. Yeah, he looked like when you know in school when I played rugby I sort of made the token effort, you know, I'd stick a hand out here and there or I'd, I'd make a short burst of running that seemed like what he was doing he just sort of stuck a leg out and just went the person's gone well I think what he was trying to do was show him you know a a defender is supposed to show the attacker in the direction that you would rather they went but instead he just showed him some very bad defending he showed but he also just he seemed to show him directly towards goal (laughs) (laughs) he was like no there's no way I'm going to let you go to the byline (laughs) I'm showing you directly towards a one on one with the keeper eight yards from goal it was just awful it was embarrassing and then everybody sort of stood around like uh, sort of an under 14s team going how how did that happen what happened whose fault is that it it was just awful Stephen Taylor's career I think I tweeted this I think has been based predominantly on an ability to shout yeah when it goes wrong he looks like he has a lot of passion but what he doesn't have his well, ability. Everybody thinks that he's like, oh, it's the heart and soul of the team, but he's not the technical ability, and that's the main thing. He's yeah. got no... Well, I don't think he's got much heart and soul left either. He had to be brought off at half-time by Rafa, oh. who sort of, to save his blushes, I think said that he was, wasn't fit. But uh, I think... What? I've just got another text that says... Oh, right. Oh, it doesn't matter. No, no. <laughs> just carry on with the countdown, Fergus. How far Sorry, is it away? I don't know. Sorry, I just got a text that I thought was offering me a hundred grand. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but it's just a joke from my girlfriend. I usually turn my phone off, but I'm in anticipation of Charlie Hunter. Speaking of earning a hundred grand, <laughs> let's get back to Newcastle United players. Oh. Uh, Stephen Taylor. I mean, what is he on? He probably is on about 60 grand a week, probably. I reckon he got a big contract a few years ago. He's modelled his career on John Terry, I think. Yeah. He's always, he's always said that he was his idol, John Terry. Right, okay. But he just doesn't have that... Which era of John Terry, though? The later years? Was well, I think or? he's now anticipating... He's modelling his career on a 45-year-old John Terry. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be, be future John Terry. That's yeah. what he's after. There was another mistake that he made later on, wasn't there, where he, he, he passed the ball back to uh, Darlow. Uh, gave him an awful pass back. So he managed to get in at least two mm. horrifically embarrassing moments. It was quite a slow day for Stephen off. Taylor. It was quite a, quite a bad shift he put in. Yeah, he put in a bad shift. I feel very sorry for Darlow, I've got to say, because he's sort of been thrown into the mix. And I think he's dealt admirably with some some big occasions. But um, just imagine if we would have had Cruel or something there. Like a lot of the goals against Norwich, I think he potentially could have done better with. In fact, he definitely could have done better with Well, we talked about that in a, a bit in the last part. I thought Darlow made some good saves against Norwich, and I thought there was one that you could have sort of blamed him for, but not particularly. Yeah. I don't think you could have blamed him for any no, of the goals on Saturday. You can't blame him for any of them. He's sort of been thrown in, and he does look very... Well, you're just contradicting yourself there, mate, because you said if Krull was in goal... He yeah. would have saved them. I think he would have done, but I'm not blaming the young slip of a keeper that we've got in goal. He looks very green. He's, you know, he does. He looks a bit like he should be in a boy band. Yeah. Like, or he should at least be like, have been to a failed audition to, for a boy band. Yeah, he'll be on The Voice in a few years going, I once played for Newcastle United. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially. Um, uh, speaking of someone who will one day be able to say, I once played for Newcastle United... <laughs> Daryl Yemmatch. But he'll say that, you know, with his head in his hands. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm ashamed to say that I once played for Newcastle United. Daryl Yemmatch put in, I guess it was unlucky, if you could say it was unlucky, he slipped Mm, for the second goal. It, It seemed like he's just, his legs just sort of crumbled underneath him. Yeah, I mean, I... I, he always puts in puts in a shift, which I admire him so much for. He's, I think he's a great player, but with that, it's just one of those things. I think where he did slip up, he seemed to injure himself as well. But do you think yeah, he just completely. It, yeah. it was like he'd suddenly fallen down a hole. Yeah, and he injured himself, and he had to go off at half time. And apparently, according to the press, he uh, punched a wall. Right, okay. At half-time, broke two of his fingers. Well, I mean, it's nice that it's passion, but it's another injury. Yeah, it's another injury. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, (laughs) Daryl. Putting out a a statement to the fans. Look, I have got passion. I punched a wall. That's the sort of thing I always thought that teenagers used to do at school when they were, like, trying to show that they were upset that their girlfriend had dumped them or something, or they were... It was a way of... Have you never done that? I've, I've definitely, you know... Got I always thought in. twats punch walls. It's uh, like a way of showing out. Well, you're right, but <laughs> yeah. it's, it's an immediate regret thing. You think, you know, 
and then yeah. do that. I mean, I'm not trying to get in Daryl Yamat's head, yeah. but uh, I, I, again, I feel a bit sorry for him because he's like sort of in a sinking ship throwing buckets of water over the side where yeah. people like Stephen Taylor just like run the taps. Here's a thought. What perhaps we could hope is that perhaps him punching a wall is the cover story. What he actually did was punch Stephen Taylor. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be the first time. Didn't Andy Carroll... Um, had a had a fight with Stephen Taylor and yeah. um, and the injuries just show exactly how the fight went because Stephen Taylor had a broken jaw and Andy Carroll had a broken hand. There <laughs> so, you go. So what we're learning here is that Stephen Taylor has a really hard head. Yeah, it's good because he, he doesn't he doesn't avoid that. He gets in the way of the punches. <laughs> so maybe that's yeah. Maybe yeah. perhaps he could start getting in the way of the ball. Yeah, exactly. And then there was. Uh, we did go 3-0 down, didn't we? Yeah. Text from Charlie Hunter, update. Have you started? Well, <laughs> the answer, Charlie, is yes, if you're listening. <laughs> um, so I won't reply to that because I, I need to continue to talk to the Newcastle listener. The third... God, we were 3-0 down Yeah. before the game, before uh, we managed to get a look in before we'd taken a shot we were 3-0 down we were 3-0 down on 55 minutes there was a goal from Wanyama yeah when at a corner our players decided to have a little meeting <laughs> yeah around uh, the near post and Southampton took advantage of that and played a short corner and before you knew it we were 3-0 down I mean when it rains it pours because there was a slight deflection on that and I thought oh, is he going to block that? And it just went further into the corner. <laughs> and I just, you know, it's just, it was just one of those things. By that point, the game is kind of gone, I think. We're one of those teams where if we don't go up, then we're bound to fuck it up somehow. Yeah, we really are. We're one of those teams who will endeavour to lose the game as quickly as possible. <laughs> yeah. And um, then it's kind of gone. I mean, it was nice to see Andros Townsend do what I expected him to do since he's been signed, is do those sort of mazy runs with, you know, a shot at the end and flying top corner and stuff. But it's just... Well, he specialises in in doing that successfully in games where we're already three or four <laughs> nil down. Because he did that against Chelsea as well. Right. Um, yeah, he does have an ability to, like we've said sometimes complain about he does have an, an a tendency to just turn inside and shoot but every now and again it does go right yeah will we be seeing in that in the championship from Townsend remains to be seen our last four games against Southampton at St Mary's the cumulative score is 13-1 <laughs> god to Southampton that's what that's what it felt like on Saturday <laughs> it felt a bit like 13-1 yeah so I'll, I'll go right in there here he is he's here it's Charlie Hunter <laughs> dressed as a French exchange student <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing Charlie it's what the team needs yeah it's what the team needs another French player yeah. sorry it's a joke that the listener can't join in on but uh, I guess it's because he's wearing a, he was wearing a colourful backpack yeah. and glasses well you'll be pleased to know that we've got 
we're approaching the end of a summary of the actual game versus Southampton. Did Not you see the game, Charlie? No, 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 I didn't see the game. You didn't see the game? No, no. Okay. The times when you do appear on the pod- podcast always seems to unfortunately coincide with times when you haven't mm. seen the game. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay. I've seen, I've, I've, you know, I've seen enough. I mean, not, not, I, I would have watched it. Uh, I had Sunday off randomly, so I watched the Leicester game, but I didn't, uh, didn't catch the tune. I've, okay. I've seen the last couple games, though. Right. Did you see the highlights of the game? No. Okay, well, me and Russell continue to talk about the game for a moment. Actually, <laughs> do you know what? I tell a lie. I did watch the game on Cody, but the, they've changed the thingy, so now it looks like you're watching like an acid trip. You know that thing where like every time they change camera angle. That's why I don't remember watching it. I actually did watch the match, but it was right. so it looked like it was Minecraft on, on acid. Welcome back to the podcast, Charlie Hunter. <laughs> there's, there's, I literally did watch the game. There's yeah. there's the sort of uh, punditry uh, that Charlie provides. He he remembers <laughs> that you watched the game. Okay, were you on acid potentially when you watched it? Oh mate, I mm-hmm. wish. Just another day at work on Saturday. Yeah. Okay, so. Uh, you did see it. We've already addressed Stephen Taylor's appalling performance. Mm. We've uh, we've got as far we've addressed Dari Yamat punching a wall at half time. Apparently, <laughs> we've addressed uh, uh, we've addressed the third goal from Wanyama. We've talked about Townsend's uh, ability to score goals when the cause is lost. <laughs> Ross, you mentioned before the podcast that your hairdresser had a scoop. Yeah, um, he said that Rafa had to take someone off because he didn't want to play. Um, <laughs> That's what your ha- hairdresser said. <clears throat> I'm not sure who okay. that was. Just look at all the Newcastle players and see who's got a fresh haircut, yeah. and um, that'll yeah. be the one. Okay, well, it was obviously <laughs> either Jan Matt or Stephen Taylor. I feel like they, 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 that was representative of... They must have been representing the whole team, though, realistically. I mean, they were speaking for everyone. Well, they looked like they didn't really want to be there. I mean, yeah. I've, never, I've never seen such a high-caliber manager take over like such a quote-unquote potential team and just have zero... I think it, it's unbelievable. In the future, that'll be the answer to a pub quiz question. You know, like, um, what, what club, what premiership club did Rafa Benitez, Real Madrid, <laughs> Liverpool and Newcastle for yeah. <laughs> three months? <laughs> but Charlie, just to clarify, you just said that you were saying that it was a team that had potential and Rafa hasn't made a difference. Is that what you're saying? Well, I, I, in, I used air quotes, which obviously the listeners can't see, but I said, you know, it's on, on paper potential. Potential, it's a potential potential. Right. But not, you're saying that Rafa hasn't made a difference. I, no, I've like, I've, you know, we were talking percentages as to what when every every come up and on we talked about what what we believe the percentages they'll go down. Yes, and I think um, since I've been on the podcast before, for me, it's been about ninety five percent. I mean, I always say fifty fifty. We say fifty fifty that that time, but since then, I just there's no to, in my mind this team was always going to either get out by the hair of their chin which I would like to say I do actually think is possible it, I do actually think like I'd be surprised yeah I guess I would be shocked if they stayed up but it is possible I think they could stay up okay you managed to say about but, five different sorry, opinions yeah no there. I just think um, they, it, they this team was always gonna yeah okay so Okay, I'm trying to pitch down what you actually just said. <laughs> you said about four different things. So, you think we're 95% down? Yeah. Right, okay. But we might, by the hair of our chin, <laughs> a new phrase on me. There's, okay, there's, yeah. We were, re- li- were a little bit unlucky that I think Norwich play Sunderland. That's, that's really unlucky, because there's guaranteed points for one of those teams, or both of them. 
Um, uh, other than that, because yeah. because with the game in hand, that's literally the only reason why I think because we have a game in hand. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, I was at ninety percent on the last podcast. I guess because the situation, in a sense, hasn't changed this weekend. We're still shit, but everyone's still on the same points because both Norwich and Sunderland lost at the weekend. So the point differential is the same. It just so happens that we're a game closer to the end of the season, which means we've got less time. Ross, what percentage chance do you think we have of going down? Um, It looks very likely. Now, I'm... I'm going to be a bit more optimistic and say 80%. 80%. 80%. I mean, you know, we could pull off something where we win all our remaining games, uh, but I genuinely can't see that happening unless we, I don't know, somehow have a sort of Mighty Ducks team talk. At what some do you point. guys think is the best possible result for the, the Canaries with Sunderland? What do you think? Well, because we have to overtake both teams, I think it won't, we need them to draw. Yeah, because if either that that's the smallest yeah. Yeah. spread of points. Mm. Yeah. So you know, if either team gets three points, then that just is going to increase their. Uh, but if one know, of them had to win, I guess Sunderland. Sunderland. If one of them yeah. had to win, it would be yeah, Sunderland. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah. yeah, draw. That's what I thought. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'd be I'd be looking for a draw personally. After the game, did either of you hear the? The comments from Jamel Lasalle. <laughs> I've I've read them. You've read them, yeah. Mm. I, I I heard them on Five Live, and I've got them written up here on Five Live. Uh, I've heard a few different pronunciations of his name, actually. Can, can you do them in Jamel. a French accent? Can I do them in a f- French accent? Yeah. Well, he's from Nottingham, but oh, I mean, okay. if he wants me to, I can do it in a French accent. No, no, I, I, yeah. Uh, do it in a, a Nottingham accent. I've always struggled with a Nottingham accent, <laughs> which is why Shane Meadows has never employed me. <laughs> um, well, I'm trying to find the comments here, but basically, uh, Jamel or Lasalle dug out the team. He, he he had a go at everyone, saying that we didn't have enough heart. Here are the comments. We had Steve McLaren, who... I'm not doing the Nottingham accent. Okay. We had Steve McLaren, who is a great manager, and now we've got Rafa Benitez, who is a great manager, so it's clearly not that. It's the players, and we have to take full responsibility. It's ourselves who need need to change it, and not the manager. Personally, as a member of this team, I think we need to play with more heart. You know we've got flair players, tricky players, players with loads of talent, but we need more heart. We need more desire. We need bigger characters on the pitch. I think he's sort of saying... We need me, <laughs> maybe there. But uh, I think hats off to him in a way. It's a shame it has to be the. I like that, but I want names, Jermaine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's clear who he's talking about. Pretty much everyone else on the pitch. It, he's talking about, but if he says we have flair players. I guess he's talking about people like Sissoko or Wijnaldum. Yeah. And a lot of flaky number 10s up front who yeah, aren't... Wijnaldum's sort of gone missing recently. Very much so. Wijnaldum's really gone missing. I think um, it... Like, there was, what I guess, some shtick for, not, for no one else coming up and saying this sooner, but I, I feel like um, there's not... This team just does not have the molecules. Like, there's just... They're not, they don't have the makeup 
there's no I don't think there's any amount of like team talks or any kind of press conferences that are gonna well they don't have you're saying they don't have leaders you've already got it you don't, I mean like that team that went up and with Nolan and, and Barton that wasn't pretty but they could just win football games yeah there's the same thing that went down mm. but I know what you mean there was some there was some uh, bottle yeah there were some leaders in that team it transpired when they actually were in the championship but it doesn't look like there are now from the sound of Lascelle I mean I haven't seen him do he looks like he's got potential as a defender but yeah. I haven't seen him do anything look no. amazing uh, but he sounds like someone who may be in the championship you might want as one of the the leaders in the squad well, I think that perhaps might even be an, a potential captain I don't know. that might be an upside to being relegated is that we have a lot of ch- championship standard players <laughs> so we've already built the team we've already got it yeah um, we've been preparing for the championship for some time you could <laughs> say uh, apparently Lascelles when he got sent off in the 3-0 defeat at Everton when he was walked, walking off he said to himself no one gives a fuck <laughs> referencing the team <laughs> right, okay. right so he's obviously exasperated yeah with the team apparently uh, there were some angry words at half time but no one's actually showing anything on the pitch so it must be awful to, to be in the team it might it, like the the atmosphere like to just have to go and play and just know that the paycheck that you're receiving to play those games it must be awful because yeah I don't know like the, the, the thing that Shearer said it didn't it didn't really hit me really because I've, I've been really optimistic actually I think like I think the championship will be good for us I think Bene- I've got a th- conspiracy theory that Benitez will stay we'll keep most of the players we'll get rid of some of the prima donnas and we'll come back up but I think when she- when Shearer did say that it was the same back to uh, the centre backs that played when he when he was managing the team I was just like that said it all to me the fact that they, hasn't si- they haven't signed two new Different, like, it's just well, they have signed some, I mean, but that's true. The yeah, fact that like, we've still got Colicini and Stephen what, Taylor seven as, years on, as I mean, sometimes first choice defenders is an appalling state of affairs. So, you reckon Benitez will stay? Yeah, I think, I think, it, I think because he's going to get total control, I think there's, I think he'll bring in some Spanish players. I think Perez will stay, I think Mitrovic will stay. I think they'll all kind of have sort of barnstorming seasons the way the likes of Andy Carroll. I think they'll get rid of Sissoko. The like, do you mean like Andy Carroll did last time? Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, like in, in the championship. But and, and like, I think the question becomes like, are there some, like Teote, for instance, I'd have been like, please, I'll carry him, I'll, you know, I'll carry him out of the Newcastle myself. But now, he might be quite a valuable player. It's a weird thing because like, you want to have players that will know how to win and bring them straight back up, but at the same time, let's not use this opportunity to not blood youth. Let's bring in the young players. Let's do, you know, let's create that next Leicester City. Like, we've got loads of youth players that could right. potentially, like, it's like, you know. I just, I'm always struggling to work out what you're saying. <laughs> I'm you saying that said, it's Because you just said that it's interesting. we should keep, have Teoti in this I'm saying it's going to be, I'm saying like he, I think Benitez is the, is the, the kind of wizard that will know, will have the wisdom of how, exactly how many players to keep as the journeyman and how many like new youth players to blood and who to bring in from Europe right. and the okay. signings. If he's got total control, I just, it's just the, the, the careful wordings they used when they signed him. He said, and he's just recently been quoted as saying he wanted to stay for a long time. Uh, he just doesn't seem to have the attitude of someone who's going to be off. I think the spe- I think the Spanish manager to your position thing was a bit of a red herring. I think that's just a media thing. Uh, I do. I think he'll stay. I th- but 
Okay, Ross, do you reckon Benitez will stay? I, I don't think he'll... I think he'll go on to sort of greener pastures straight away. Um, because... He's already he, basically said he'll go. Because he said that because he's got the clause in Clause written in. I mean, and also, I just think it's a waste of time on everybody's part if he stays. Because, like... I mean, championship is, by its, like, by its nature, like, quite a lottery. Like, you can go... Uh, like, place... People can go anywhere and lose. It seems you know you can. It's quite even, I think, in the championship. And he he can go off and manage anybody he wants. Like, why would he go and you know go to Doncaster Rovers on a well we talk, Tuesday night? Well, we talked about. Uh, well, apparently he loves football a lot. So yeah. Tuesday, what day it is, I don't think matters. <laughs> um, he, uh, we talked about this on the last podcast, and. I was making the case that maybe he might stay just because we're constantly told how much he wants to manage in England and there might not be any, certainly not any top jobs available in England yeah. at any of the top clubs right now. I, I just think that, like, who, Sissoko for me and Jan Matt are gone. I think everyone else would stay, that we want to stay. I've, yeah, we were going through the players on the last podcast. I'm pretty sure Wayne Eldon's off. Yeah, he's. Uh, I don't know. He's I think a, Tim Crawley. Who else? I think Krul. I think Tim Crawley. Tim Krul even, even after go. the injured season. No, you, potentially he might end up. That's what I mean. If you start actually going down player by player, it isn't that clear. Like it, on the surface, it's quite easy to say they'll all be off. But actually, I agree that they won't all be off. But. I feel that we're just sort of repeating old ground because we did. But look at the players the that would podcast. stay, like Mitrovic, Aaron's. Like there'd be some really talented players to, to go, you know. But the question is, will they stay? I mean, I would. I would Had they played really well, but we just were unlucky to go down. I think it'd be a different story. I would love for Mitrovic to stay. I think we'll be. We're broke as well, which means the players buying them from us are going to have to pay through the nose. Ashley won't budge. According to Ashley, we're stone broke. No. <laughs> he said the wind, there's no more money left That's what he said No he didn't We have just made It's just been announced That we just made a £30 million profit Yeah but that's that's Okay then we don't make the Premier League money though So True Okay Well I don't know I don't know who will, Some will have to go Because we'll have to get rid of their wages But We'll see You who, guys saw that news story though right Where he said There's no more money in the bank We spent it all in January Is that what he said Okay great um, Ross, who do you think's off? I think... I definitely think Wijnaldum will go. I would think that... The, the thing is, we have a lot of players who are sort of on the fringe of, like, international football. And they're further from the fringe now that they play at Newcastle. But they will be out of it completely when they play in the championship. So I think yeah. a lot of them will go. I, think I mean, Shelby, Townsend are sort of, you know, there or thereabouts. Um... I, I would say Sissoko is sort of always knocking on the door of the French national team um, so we're going to have a whole new spine of our team and it's we were I think we were so lucky to bounce back up the way we did last time we sort of it was a we, we found a steady manager in Chris Hutton straight away and we just game after game we built and um, we found players from the academy like Andy Carroll um, what was his name Best was, what was his first name oh yeah oh yeah Le- Leon Leon Best, he Leon was Best. he was great. They were just there was a lot. We had a lot of luck. Whereas I think that potentially this time we could go down and find ourselves caught there for a few seasons. Um, you know, like the Fulhams or the you know other teams like that. 
We'll see. I'd like to think that we'll I'd go love, straight back up. I would but. love for Rafa to stay. I think that would be great. And it would... Uh, it would mean that he loves the club, even though, like, because I think he do, he does because he wears that badge every time he wears that little badge. I think ah, oh, he likes Newcastle. Yeah, but Jeremy Hunt wears a little NHS badge <laughs> <laughs> as well. But does Jeremy I also Hunt just looking forward to like, a different Newcastle team that plays hard and is yeah. entertaining to watch. That's I mean, like maybe they don't go straight back up. I think probably they will, but I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. We will see. It would be great if Rafa stayed, but I think most of us are in agreement that that's unlikely. We've got, uh, we've had some contact from the uh, Newcastle Natter listenership, and uh, here's uh, a question from Chris, also known as at Sugar Wookie, who's listening <laughs> in Canberra. Australia Wow Impressive That mm. is impressive <laughs> mm. uh, Assuming we are relegated I am at 98% Yeah Which managers would you approach to take over Assuming Rafa the Gaffer leaves Firstly I really like Rafa the Gaffer There's a uh, line Yeah I hope they call him that in the yeah. next room Yeah um, Which managers Who would you be That's going difficult. for um, Chris points out that said, the best coach in the league is available too, Mr. Carver, John Carver. Is John Carver. Oh, he is available. He is available. Oh God! Uh, I think that's unlikely. Luckily, I mean Nigel Pearson. Joking here. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel Pearson. It's not a bad shout, Charlie. I think there's a lot of talk of him getting the Villa job. He has worked for Newcastle before. I worry that Nigel Pearson is just a little bit too psychologically unwell Yes, to be in charge of our football club. He's a bit mental. He's capable of quite a rant. We want somebody more in the vein of Claudio Ranieri, sort of like we're all a team and we've got to work together rather than a sort of Sam Allardyce, let's fight our way out of this, you know. I just think uh, that's what we need to instill from this is like, so Leicester, the way, the reason that they're doing so well is that they're just a team. Every time one of them scores, seven or eight of them will run and congratulate it. Whereas with us, when a goal goes in, it's sort of all individuals with their head down. And so we need a manager... He's going to love him a bit, Fergus. Engender a team spirit. Yes. We need Kevin Keegan. <laughs> uh, Paul Doolan said that he, he was involved on Twitter when this question was asked by Sugar Wookie. He uh, suggested uh, David Moyes for manager. That's who he'd go for. Okay, yeah. I think that's a good shout. But would he want to? That's the question. Do you think we'd get David Moyes, Charlie? Uh... I think we could try. I, t- I don't know. That's only because we're Newcastle. I mean, only mm. because we're quote unquote big, but we'd have a chance. I, I'm going to throw something out there, and you can throw it right back if you want. G Nev. G Nev. Short for we presume Gary Neville. Yeah. G Neasy. Yeah. Is that a serious suggestion? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think it'd be great. <laughs> right. Uh, he didn't do well in Spain, did he? But it's, it's why would whole, you? It's not a different can game. I just ask, why <laughs> would why would you pick your first managerial job? Well, I guess he's I don't know he's in the England setup maybe isn't he? I don't know. But why would you choose a foreign language as your first team? 
which baffles my boggles my mind well I think he was offered and his brother was already involved alright so he had the offer and he he thought he'd be stupid not to go for it and I I think fair enough but it didn't work out for him I mean you never know as a pundit he's spot on every time now that has got a transfer in some way I mean I honestly oh yeah think he's probably going to be a great manager we need to start taking some risks because we've gone for I mean he hasn't really had a chance to do anything but Rafa Benitez was like okay well this is going to steady the ship and it hasn't so I think that we just need to we need to throw everything at the wall now and why not so hang on you mean when we're in the championship you don't mean sat Rafa now and get Gary Neville (laughs) (laughs) look it's a bold move Fergus Ross is that what you were actually saying (laughs) no it's not what I was right okay it's not what I was Okay. Um, I just yeah that that yeah. It, for me that would that would be it would be potentially somebody unproven. I don't think that we necessarily have to go for somebody who's gonna you know like a big name or anything. Well, Gary Neville's a pretty big name, but I see what you're saying. Mm. Going for somebody who's I know exactly what you mean, but I worry that getting Gary Neville would be a bit like saying we're a club who you start out with to learn the ropes (laughs) and I would rather be more ambitious than that (laughs) yeah it's not going to get harder than this so you know this is one that's going to blood you yeah but yeah I don't know who would you go for then well that's a good question I don't know I mean Dave Watson pointed out that it's hard to say because you don't know who's actually going to be available I guess I would like David Moyes if we could get him I would like him as manager. I also Rafa think went. that there's something in uh, somebody who played the game and played it quite recently. I think that that's quite. I think that's a good a good thing to have for a team. Well, most football Eddie Howe is doing a great job. I know, but I mean, not in the seventies when you know you could like have a fag in the dressing room or anything. Right, someone who you mean like a young manager? Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe there is a case for that. Yeah, there's quite. That's been mo- like I think most of the successful teams recently have had younger managers. It is true. Louis Van Gaal seems to be being <laughs> sh- Van Gaal seems to be showing up for being a bit too yeah. old for it. Exactly. He just tries to get his team all horny. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, there's who else is there? Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, that's been suggested, hasn't it? I mean, I think he might be another sort of Steve McLaren, really. Yeah, it's all about. Yeah. It's all about just building now. Like uh, Potocino, you take your time and you build a team and you add depth, and then you know in a few years' time you challenge for things. But that's why I think Rafa will stay because I think he'll see the project and the possibilities if he's given total control. Yeah, but he's that he can draw I think he might, such players. To I think sign. he'll have more appetizing projects available to him than a team that's yeah. just been relegated to the championship and has Lee Charnley as your boss. Um, well, they need to gut the, the, the biggest thing I think has been the scouting, obviously. <laughs> That's the fact that Graham Cobb, uh, you know, what he gave his resignation or like, um, what do you call it? Designed his resignation and they said no. Like Ashley was like, no, 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 wait till the end of the year. Is Why? that true? That's something else I hadn't heard. Graham Cobb handed yeah, Graham his Cor- resignation. Offered to resign, yeah, to Mike Ashley. Around the, I think the round, around Where the did you hear that from? Ross's hairdresser. <laughs> <laughs> well, Where'd... he does a nice cuticle massage. No, I don't. Know, I saw it. It's been. It's in. I don't know. It's in, okay. it's in the headlines. All right. Same way place where I get the Shearer news and the Fotmob app. I don't know. It's in the news. Um, 
and that to me is the rot that's the you know because you can I don't think you can play Mike Ashley anymore I, don't, I mean I think he's you know he's being led by idiots and I just think the scouting's been all wrong obviously or the pe- players were signed the team's not in a good way yeah because okay. there's building and then there's having to demolish a place before you start building which is exactly what a bit, you know I think it's quite a daunting job to take well I'll just acknowledge on behalf of all the listeners who just uh, exploded at hearing that it's not that Mike Ashley isn't to blame um, <laughs> but I think it is right that the first thing he needs to do this summer is get rid of Lee Charnley and Graham Carr. Well, he's not go- Mike Ashley's not going anywhere, so it's pissing that's in the true. wind to get upset about Mike Ashley yeah. anymore. Okay, that's probably true. Uh, Chris also asked, are there any players you try to bring in to make an attempt to bounce back in one season, including lone players like Bigger Amana and Adam Armstrong? I would certainly want Adam Armstrong in the team. If we were in the championship, yeah, um, yeah, we'll see. I would expect Adam, uh, Jose, and Mitrovic to be the, the kind of triumvirate. That's what I would expect. Well, that'd be great, but I think pa- both Perez and Mitrovic are players that could definitely potentially be off. Yeah, like, well, my whole thing is contingent on Rafa. Though, if Rafa stays, I think then you keep those players. If he doesn't, and it's okay. Well, I think we're getting towards the end of the podcast. We've already got the percentages. We Our next game is against Swansea at home. Fortress St. James's. <laughs> <laughs> Ross, yes. what do you think will happen? I'm a perpetual optimist, so I think we will win 2-1. It will be a hard-fought victory. Mitrovic will get the winner. The tune will go mental. Do you really think that? I no, I think we'll lose. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, yeah. why not? I think we'll win. 2-1. Okay. Charlie? Uh, we'll do. We'll do. We'll do for a win. I think, like, my, my, my gut... But the team I watch doesn't tell me anything that likely that they're going to win, but my, my kind of footballing instincts say we're kind of due for a win, so I think we might, we might win 2-1 or 1-0. Okay. Okay. I mean, I feel like you guys aren't on regularly, but I feel like we do this every week. We, we talk about how shit this football club is, how shit this football team is, how shit our most recent appearance is, and then we do the predictions and we go, I think we'll win this. <laughs> to be fair, though, and every time we're proved wrong. If I'd been on the last few weeks, I'd have said a loss every time. I've ne- I haven't expected them to win the last... F- That's why I think they might win, just only because we've lost so many times recently. So what you're saying, Fergus, is that we, if we all have a negative prediction this time, then maybe it might go the other way. Maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to lose. I'm starting to think that the Newcastle Natter podcast has zero effect <laughs> on the players. I don't know if they've subscribed they all listen to or it. not. They yeah. all listen Do to they? it. Stephen, so. the heart and soul tailor, is listening to it right now. Okay. Well, if you are listening, Stephen... Stay at home. Please <laughs> stay in <laughs> on Saturday. Yes. Okay. Just watch watch the game on Soccer Saturday. <laughs> They've got they have sleepless nights. They they just they want to know what we're going to say. Charlie, what's his name on Soccer Saturday? What's the old champagne, Nichols. Charlie? Nicholas, Charlie, is that who is? You know the old yeah. Scottish yeah, guy. Yeah. 
he said that he, he was watching the Newcastle game and thought he was watching the worst yeah, I saw that. Premiership football team yeah. of all time. I mean, in a season when Aston Villa are playing, that's probably not true, but I think we're close to that. I think it's hard to disagree. It's sort of I think we're all one capitulated. Of I think Aston Villa are definitely worse than that, and for that I'm truly grateful. I mean, our story all starts from when Alan Pardew left, which is the weirdest thing to go, oh, we started to fail when Alan Pardew left. You need to be thankful that Dave Watson isn't in. Why? Because he would rip you to shreds at that sentence. Yeah, every time I bring up, yeah. Why? Alan Pardew. Because our record with Alan Pardew was appalling. Yeah, but we weren't facing relegation. Well, we were on our way. Ah, I don't know about that. Wow, okay. Be grateful that Dave Watson isn't here. Speaking of Dave Watson... He's tweeted, both Sunes and Allardyce have said that the Newcastle crowd make it difficult for players to perform at home. Apparently, they've said that. I don't think you can blame the crowd. Me neither. Yeah, that's... What's the alternative? Just yeah. don't show up. Yeah. Look, be quiet, boys. You're making it very difficult for them to play Play football. at, like, Metro Arena. I don't know. Yeah, like, it's such a stupid... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they find it difficult to play away from home as well. Yeah. We've had. They just find it difficult to play football. They play, find it difficult to play football. They so. do look particularly unlike a football team. If you watch them play, like the way they pass and stuff is just weird. Barcelona have a basketball team and a handball team as well. So perhaps we need to start branching out into other sports. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they'll find what they're good at. You know, they were always destined to play yeah. snooker. To get a pub quiz team. <laughs> 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 okay. Well, thank you very much for stepping in. Ross Smith Thanks mate I enjoyed it Say that again I enjoyed it Oh good Okay so did I I didn't enjoy that hostile (laughs) (laughs) What's that? (laughs) Sorry what's that? And thank you Charlie Hunter Thank you very much Natter See you next week Hang in there guys (laughs) There's other things than football If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.